Archimax login confirmed. Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Lodgecast. I'm your Lodgemaster. With me as always is Brother Bieschke. Good evening. Brother Lucas in the back. Welcome. We have the Lodge Mistress with us tonight. <laughs> so pleased to be here. For fairy tale time. Yes. And we have the one, the only BFF. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I love my BFF. I love you, Lucas. <laughs> can Thank you believe you. we got the BFF on tonight? I, I tricked him into doing it. I was like, we can just watch it. You don't have to do any recording. And then as soon as we parked, I was like, you're going in the edge. <laughs> I love it. But we I had some really it. sweet drinks at Islands. We Ooh. did. Ooh. We got loose. He got me nice. a little looped up. I like it. I like it. Lucas, keep doing what you're doing. Keep booking these high caliber guests. <laughs> take them to Islands. Take them wherever you need to take them. Well, he was telling me about tonight's filmmakers uh direct no wait no tonight's films director if i can talk yeah yeah i want to well, hear more about this tonight's movie is gretel and hansel gretel is wait first. a minute wait a minute i thought it was hansel and gretel no no, no. 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 It's, it's 2020 is, yeah 2020 that's what i was gonna say we gotta switch it and what what did we find out about this filmmaker well his name is oz perkins and he is the son of Anthony Perkins. What? Oh. And he's made a handful of features. I think he's made a couple, I think two features, one of which I don't think is available available to be watched anywhere. Mm. The other I've seen, the I think it's called The Black Coat's Daughter, and it's not bad. Okay. It's not bad at all. So I'm, I was definitely, uh, he's on my always been on my radar in terms of like what he was doing next. And so the preview to this looked pretty good. I like that you're keeping an eye on Anthony Perkins' son for us. I That's mean, for, for the record, our Lodge Master's father uh, suggested we add this screening oh, yes. to the LodgeCast <laughs> docket. And when Lodge Master notified Bishki and I, I kind of was like, <sighs> like taken aback in a way because I didn't know anything about oh, this you? movie. Having reservations about going to a movie? That can't be. And, <laughs> no, but the problem is, is I, I was taken aback because I was like, Wait a minute, why is the Lodge Master's dad recommending like Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters bullshit? Like, I don't want to see these reboot bullshit, IP, whatever. And then. And then the irony is Brother Bishki and I went with the BFF to, to see <laughs> Color Out of Space, and they mm -hmm. showed this trailer of, of Gretel and Hansel. And you got of, sprung. And it was like a four bone trailer. Mm. Like, literally, when the trailer ended, I turned to Bishki and I was like, wow, <laughs> we doing it. Definitely had a tarsome quality about it. Tarsome. Yeah. Dropping yeah. some tarsome. Mm. The cell. What was the other one? The fall. The fall. Yes. Oh, yeah. And immortals. Can't forget immortals. Immortals. Oh, if anybody right. out there listening is not familiar with the films of Tarsum Singh, 
do yourself several favors. He is legit. He's like the intellectual, smarter, quieter Michael Bay. <laughs> wow. Sure. That is, dam- <laughs> that is damning with the faintest of praise. So tonight, what are we expecting? Uh, Lodge Mistress, mm. you... The pump is primed for you on this one. I mean, yeah. you you are soaked in fairy tale mythos, as well as dark fairy tale yes. mythos. So I'm I mean, excited. You would make a great witch, just for the record. Thank you, Lucas. Yeah. He always yeah. says the sweetest things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what you said earlier to me today that your criteria for this being a quote unquote good movie is mm-hmm. likely different from our criteria and likely different from most people on the planet. What do you need to have happen? Like, what aspects of this need to be in place for you to be pleased? Let me tell you. There needs to be some great gingerbread house food kind of candiness. I don't know if there's going to be a gingerbread house. I might be asking too much, but... There's no food. Hey, listen, There might be. There might be. It's in the tail. I would like that. I would like a great witch, a witch Gretel standoff scene. You know what I mean? I want there to be magic. I want there to be darkness. I want there to be some great shots. And I'd like Gretel to be very smart. Okay. You want a smart Gretel. I think they already got 90% of this correct by casting this very specific actress Mm -hmm. that we all know and love as the witch, whose name I forget. But once you see her, Alice Cridge? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thousand times. Yes. Ever since Stephen King's Sleepwalkers, she's been. Deeply on my radar, on Dude, my scare I've got radar. a weird like attraction. To yeah, because she's sexy as yeah. well as scary. she's powerful, yes. scary, sexy. I'm with it, Lucas. Yes. Was that her in Ghost Story, like that old '80s movie? Yeah, I think was that so. Her? I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, with the old guys. Yes. From this, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And the first penis I ever saw on oh. screen. Wow. <laughs> Mine was Harvey Keitel's and mm. Bad Lieutenant. Many years later. NC-17. <laughs> Mine was my dad's. <laughs> on, on screen. On screen. <laughs> uh, we'll, uh, sure. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> Brother Bishki, what's the first penis you saw on screen? Uh, probably Tom Cruise and All the Right Moves. Ooh. Ooh. And what do you want from this movie? I'm just along for the ride. I uh, don't know much. I've never seen this guy's work. I don't know any of the actors, even the ones you guys, when you mentioned, I guess I saw Sleepwalkers, but I'm just along for the ride at the Burbank uh, 6. 6. The uh, 6. The Moonlight 6. On the Wednesday. The Underground 6. They better fucking project it right. This I theater, know, it's going to be dark. So. Very dim. This yeah, theater is soft. so dim. Yeah, and it's a dark movie, so hmm, we'll hmm. see. We'll try not to hold that against it. Let's just imagine it proper brightness. Yeah. Let's go in and be told a 2020 fairy tale, Gretel and Hansel. Brothers Grimm. Well, we down yonder in the deep blue hollow. Yeah, way back in the swamp where the snakes go crawling. Shrivel old lady with a tombstone mouth Scaring up trouble at the haunted house Flying across the moon on a big old stick Everybody afraid of the wicked old wind
the saws from the shed, sharpen them on the bones of the dead. We're back. Yo. Oh, before we get into it. What's that shot? From Rotten Tomatoes. A long time ago, in a distant fairy tale countryside, a young girl leads her little brother into a dark wood in desperate search of food and work, only to stumble upon a nexus of terrifying evil. Short and sweet. Yep. That's a nice short schnapps. So... That was a weird one. Very yeah. hyper stylized. Reminded yeah. me of like early Tony Scott cinematography. Very smoky. Let yeah. of, let of bright, bright colored lights. Color palettes and different scenes. What do you think very, of that mannequin stand, babe? Very symmetrical. Listen, there's a lot there's there's a lot and not a lot to get to here because the tale is very simple. And it is most decidedly old as time with a few key updates. It begins with the standard setup, which is Hansel and Gretel have to leave their home. Gretel and Hansel. Gretel and Hansel <laughs> have to leave their home, and they're out in the wood, and they eventually happen upon a cabin. But the recurring theme is, I'm hungry. I'm looking for some cake. I need to eat. And she tries to find work at a brothel where... I don't think that was a brothel, babe. You don't? No. Well, then what was up with do... the sex noises in the There room? was moaning, right? right. Yeah, there were yeah, like yeah. weird okay. moaning. She went to seek uh, housekeeping work, but it was a it was a ruse. Right. And she the... didn't go there thinking it was a brothel. No, no. And she left when she found out what it was. And so we start this theme of Gretel, you know, standing up for herself and following her own path. Even her mom wanted her to acquiesce and work at the brothel. But... She says no. She's like, we're going to strike out on our own. They go out. They're so hungry, they find some mushrooms. Some, and like, Super Mario <laughs> Brothers. Super, mush- Super Mario <laughs> Brothers. And the mushrooms start talking to her, and she's like, oh, they say we may as well eat them. And I thought that sequence was pretty effective. It was it great was, because it, 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 it just it's a shot of her, like, nibbling it and her brother's nibbling it, and it's just a hard smash cut <laughs> to them just losing <laughs> their ball. Watching a like, little... Just- a little, a little boy just tripping. And it's genius yeah. because they're laughing at first, but then, like, the trip kind of turns on them, yep. you know? And they start to get a little spooked. Yep. And then the kid kind of, like, wanders <laughs> off to a tree as if to collect himself or vomit or something. And there's something so real, yeah. I thought I thought he was puking. So we have oh. puking, peeing, and uh, <laughs> miscellaneous. It was disturbing to see the child on <laughs> Mushrooms. I wasn't disturbed. I was like, this was. is great. I've never seen that I before. was. I was a little disturbed. <laughs> and he was young. He looked like maybe he was nine or eight. So what did you guys think thus far? Because the, there's before they reached the witch's cabin and after. Well, you know, it was interesting because in the original fairy tale, right, the parents were kind of mean. Right. Or at least the, the they dad were tr- the, had some regrets. The, but the, the stepmother right. really, she was the one that wanted them gone, gone. because there was like a famine or whatever. And so it was interesting that. But don't breadcrumbs play into the fairy tale? I couldn't remember. And pebbles. The first night, the, the the what the fairy tale is, the Grimm's fairy tale. The dad gets convinced by the stepmother to lead the children in the woods, and the kids overhear it. And so the first night, Hansel gets some pebbles from outside, and so he like strews those along. And then when the moon comes out, they can find their way back home. The next night, the mom locks the door so he can't get outside. So then he has bread and he crumbles all the crumbs 
And but he can't they can't get back that night because the birds ate all the crumbs. Mm. Mm, got it. Because the other thing I, I thought I remembered was that like yeah, the how the witch's cabin was made of gingerbread. It was for or, sure or candy. Right. I yeah. knew that was yeah. a bread candy. and candy and right. sugar sugared windows. But in the in the first half, I was just mesmerized by the comp shot compositions and the aesthetic. Wasn't it four three aspect? It, it was. Yeah. It was like the lighthouse, like Robert Eggers is the first thing I thought of with a little bit of the witch thrown in there. Because initially when the previews were playing, I'm like their matting is all wonky on this screen. Leave it to the six. But then when <laughs> the movie started, it was 4-3. And I'm like, oh, they must have had to leave it like this because the screen is practically square, which I thought was interesting. I mean, anything to bring a special funk to this, it's great that they do it, you know? The color scheme, the music I thought was great. Yeah, and the location, yeah. too, was, like, just out of a fairy tale. I kept thinking, like... You know, the leaves were so yellow. I was like, that did was they paint those shot, leaves? Yeah. Is, it, is it a trick? Like, or are those actual natural, like, you know, forestry fall colors in some part of the world I'm not familiar with? <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, it felt like all the pieces were pretty much in place for me. The only problem is, and I don't know, I want to know what you guys think. The acting from the kids was just not selling it for me. It wasn't doing it for me. Uh, I like the girl from It. Um, you didn't think she was totally just like wooden? It was more of the dialogue that I had a problem with. I, See, yeah, but, that's and, the thing. What, the, what's the balance there? And the kid, the the younger kid, he his line deliveries of those lines was just not quite <laughs> syncing up. What does me. the backseat feel about this? I thought the accent, the weird accents were throwing me off. Everybody was in their own <laughs> accent world. And then They're I thought, all in fairy tale well, accent because world. he's doing this weird anachronistic sort of style. Like, so he doesn't really, he's trying to make everything a little out of place. But it just, it, it made them feel like they were not related to me, you know? And, and so, I don't know. But I did think they had chemistry, but I did think they were wooden at the same time. It's a little stilted, and I, I like, I appreciated the colloquialism or lexicon of the words spoken, but it was like either, yeah, the delivery or the mix. It's like if you're not paying attention, you it could be mumbling. Like it all it could just, mumbling. could all just yeah. be mumbling. Yeah. And then mumbling. <laughs> and you're like, wait, what are they talking about? And if you're not totally, or you're not totally dialed in. Yeah, because yeah, in the first yeah. early going, I kind of wish there was subtitles because there's so much dialogue and exposition. You're like, wait a second, hold up, slow down. Well, especially mm. when after the mushroom trip, they come across the witch's dwelling and we meet the witch and she's like full Irish or something. Like what, yeah. where, where was her accent from? They were all different. Even the Lord at the brothel had a different accent. Oh, he was on a different planet. <laughs> yeah. But they finally get to the witch's cabin and there's some great shots setting that up where Gretel's looking through this little peephole and we see the other side. We see her eye with a nice triangle seeing eye triangle around it just some amazing shot compositions i thought the the witch's cabin was very well designed the exterior yeah. and, and interior were weird a-frame very interesting and, and like Mandy weird windows and like a small tiny deck and like jet black it was odd it was definitely it felt surreal bff what are you thinking at this point <laughs> i really want to know uh well <laughs> i don't know that i i mean i was i within 10 minutes i got a little nervous to be honest with sure. you i found um you know all the things you guys are talking about like the acting the the dialogue and i would say like 
just the form in general, up and down, it just is like, this is coming off monotone. Mm-hmm. You know what it is? This is what it is. It's that it every scene feels like it's the middle of a scene. Interesting. There's, uh, and that's the problem with the movie, essentially. It doesn't ever feel like there's a beginning, middle, of end, or the anything. The whole movie's like, the middle of a movie. The, the whole movie's <laughs> the mid. Like, every scene, there's no entrance into a scene. It's the middle of a scene. Yeah. And especially once you get to the, the house, which is ostensibly <laughs> the second act, you f- I feel like you know you could watch it again and sort of you know cut those scenes and mix them together and it really wouldn't make much of a you difference. Really could I could see There's that. There's mm-hmm. zero connective tissue whatsoever. Yeah. That, that's true throughout the film. And Be- so for an 80 minute movie, it just because you're right. Drags. Because you're right. If you're not if you're not totally paying attention like I I was because I I did kind of nod off. Did you nod off or did you zone out? <sighs> I nodded off oh, for like maybe fishy. five or ten minutes. Why aren't you watching this? I boy? saw him on his side, but I assumed he was like. <laughs> I assumed well, no, he was like unsettled but, or something. But, but <laughs> no, but it's it's true because like it is kind of one note. Like my BFF was saying, if you're not paying total attention and you just take your eyes off the screen for a moment, you might get lost because boom, the next scene you're so far ahead in time or something's happening and you're like, wait a second, where are we now? Like, oh my god, she's in the basement doing this. Like, well, I, when did I, she get down there? Like, they don't show any shoe leather well really. the problem is there's no shoe leather because it's dream shoe leather uh, and yes. the right. whole there's the some whole, dream sequences throughout. the whole time they're in the cabin it's kind of like a drug trip like you don't know if you're dreaming or awake a lot of this reminded me of phantasm where it's like hmm. you know very limited sets there's a lot of spelunking around, looking at weird stuff, entering <laughs> giant weird rooms where you don't really know what what the rules are. And like the BFF said, you know, there's like nine times where she wakes up in her bed and looks over at this fucking hairless cat after having a weird dream. <laughs> and you could just mix and match those. It, it Once they get off the road and we stop having a literal journey, we don't know where we are. We're just treading water in this witch's cabin for so long yeah. that... I don't uh, know. It, it, the, there's not a lot of tension. The movie's there's daring no, you to doze off. Momentum less. I, I don't know. I mean, I story-wise, I did not really care about this, care about what was going on, and or I almost appreciated it more because it was kind of unsettling. Because it was just mm-hmm. like, what is going on? But visually, I was very on board for this yeah. film. It it was such a tarsum joint visually. Yeah. Like, Visual feast. But yeah. I, I felt like halfway through, I just couldn't help but think of Robert Eggers and The Witch. And I was like, sure. man. And how much better that I know. It's is. like yeah. you beat him to it. It's yeah. like it lands so much harder. And this just kind of, yeah, it just feels. I mean, I was, I was thinking Mandy a lot. Um, yeah, like, the music was the very score. Weird. Yeah, yeah. The score is and, definitely. And, but Mandy is much more dynamic than no. I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah. It, it's chasing those things, but it's not on par with the great Mandy. I really Lando. think if if the kids were more dialed in, like say what you will about the script, the script is only going so far with this. But especially Gretel, if there was actual like you believed that she was either panicked or becoming empowered. Like it's all flatline. It's all the yeah. same. Mm-hmm. And the voiceover is like, it's a first cold read or something. It's <laughs> voiceover so... does not work in this movie. Unfortunately. It doesn't. And, and like from the opening, the cold open, like, yeah, visually I was so on board, but as soon as they just start hitting us with this, <laughs> you know, uh, 
backstory, like exposition. It, there's so much to compute and digest. It's like you're not just let us look at. Yeah, it. I know. It's, it's like fine. let me yeah. let me like get into this as opposed to you explaining to me how the witch got you know sent into the forest which is then a twist by the end where it's like it's not the witch you thought it was it's the witch's daughter which it's like at that big, point you don't really care it doesn't, it doesn't land matter. it doesn't, doesn't land matter, at but, all. What, but what allegedly happened to the girl in the pink cap i mean i thought she must have been about still she got eaten. she got eaten by yeah. her mom oh you think the mother ate her yeah, yeah. when they when she like Eat leads her. her into the or both of the kids into the little and the red smoke the comes red out smoke. of the chimney that was nice i thought that was was, i thought that those were just like extra kids i thought those were other kids yeah not her no. daughter mm. I, th- I thought first she ate her kids and then she ate a bunch of other kids yeah oh, okay. i think she, yeah it's almost the... as if despite the movie being visually interesting it does not know how to describe exactly <laughs> what it wants you to see yeah and suffice it to say kid eating is a theme and I gotta invoke the salad dragon for a certain <laughs> special part. The salad dragon. A scene in a movie that is so bizarre, baffling, or transcendent that it instantly justifies the price of admission. Or Reese Witherspoon's leafy transformation in A Wrinkle in Time. Now, I was awake for the salad <laughs> dragon because Bishki came back from the restroom and woke me up. Uh, Bishki came back from the restroom just in time. I thought for sure you were going to miss it. He bumped bumped into me, and I startled awake because I didn't know where I was for a second. And and it's like, yeah, I didn't know if it was a dream sequence or if it was actually (laughs) happening. But it's like this huge, high-ceilinged white room with, like, white, 50 foot tall curtains. It's crazy. And but like it's a table. Also, yeah, it's also like got modern brick walls and a modern brick pipe. Sure. And I Ale- thought. And Alex Kriege, who plays the old spooky witch, can like look young, like her younger, former, like super sexy, tatted <laughs> up She's self. something out of out of Glenn Danzig's Veronica yeah. as a yeah. younger nice call. as a younger self. A hot goth. And 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 just so we, we can stop for a second and back up for a minute. So when the kids come upon the witch's cabin the first time and they look in the window, they see like a smorgasbord of food. Like tons of it's food. A, it's their dream come true. Like food every form. kind of bangerang from Hook. And- yeah, like a pig with an apple <laughs> in its mouth. Total bangerang. And 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 Gretel asks the witch, like, uh, like, where do you get all this stuff from? And then the witch is kind of like being coy and being like, Oh, you'll see. Like, you don't worry about it or whatever. And then finally You know yeah. the food's not as it seems. <laughs> right. And them kids chow down. They chow down. Oh, they chow down. So this is a dream sequence, or so we think, where Gretel walks into this giant room. Veronica, version of the witch, is there. And she basically takes a barrel of kid limbs and oh innards God. and innards. just it's nuts, dumps, dude. dumps nuts. it all over this table. Holocaust imagery. And she takes out an extra chubby little arm just just as a garnish on top and lays it on top. And then she weaves a spell and all of these kid parts congeal into the smorgasbord. Yes. And it is a sight to behold. Like, if all of the dream sequences could have had a little dash of this, the movie might have hit a little harder. But as it is, we get this one glorious sequence, (laughs) which... 
Holy shit. And I'm not going to forget that. The movie's PG-13. Is, is it? It is. Yeah, that's what's and I'm like, gnarly. And I'm kind of like... That's gnarly. I didn't know that. It was that kind of on the border. Gnarly. I couldn't quite tell, I, but I looked it up, but um, wow. I couldn't... Yeah. It's a PG-13 Dude, PG-13, when an old man asks a minor, are you intact? <laughs> and like a zombie gets uh, narrowed through his oh, head. Oh, can we talk about yeah, that? Yeah, that's another... Wait a second. Yeah. yeah. So at the monastery, like where were they going? Okay. Like, what was no. that place? On their journey, and they... And what the fuck happened? On their journey, they stop off briefly at this uh, house. The widow's house. The widow's house. And they take refuge in this room with an upside down cross on the wall, which no one makes note of. No, nope. I clocked it immediately. <laughs> they lay down, but it's on probably these fine. <laughs> and then suddenly, this Uncle Fester-looking <laughs> zombie dude Aww. sits up and just goes, <laughs> and they run outside and tussle with him. And then suddenly, no, it's worse than that. They run outside. And he gets to to Hansel like he tackles the boy like it's a tussle like, like it but it's terrifying. I mean the <laughs> kid is like he's tussle. like get him off me. Does bro, she poke him. his eye out with? I no, it's hard to see. Him. No, no, yeah. she she throws something at him that distracts him, and he like looks up at her about to like. His you know. eye gets no, fucked no, no. Up. She oh, beans no, him in the face. Oh, that's right. She knocks his eye out, yeah. but then he gets an arrow <laughs> through the head. That's what it was. So an arrow comes flying through the head through his head. She has to move her head slightly to dodge it. And there's like a dude, the man of the house. Like, what's going on there? He, he was, was a, a huntsman. He was a oh, huntsman. That's yeah. Right. Oh, okay. And he was great. I wish there was more of him. But he was in the house. Yeah. So right? what was the deal? Oh there? no, I thought that was no, his he house. I think he rescued yeah, them and then yeah, took he, them back he, to his place. No, no, again. no. Because all right, the the arrow goes through the guy's face. She dodges. The zombie falls, and he's like in the doorway. He's in the, the doorway. House he came looked from. like he was in the doorway, but I don't think he actually was. I mean, I thought he and the zombie lived together and had an understanding, and shit just came to a boil. I was very confused by that whole. It's thing. almost as if the movie does not construct <laughs> images to give us information we need. That I I think is correct because it was like then you were like, what is the point of this man? Because he then he was gonna rescue. I thought he was gonna rescue them, and well, he never came back. Well, he sent them into the woods to find the woods people. Or something. Yeah. Foresters. The foresters. The foresters. Yeah, yeah. Where, yeah, where I, I guess the so little... Viggo Mortensen but, from Fellowship. But my question was, was he actually sending them to the foresters or was he sending them to the witch? No, no, he was a good guy. Yeah. They just the ate the mushroom it. and got distracted and he said, don't stray from the path. And they mm. like ate the mushroom. Oh, and then you think they got distracted. But was... I honestly thought in the beginning, because Gretel and Hansel's mom was so crazy pushing right. them out, right. I was like, Oh, I bet the witch like poisoned her brain, and then later they're gonna find out that like the witch was the one that made their mom. And like, nope, like no. There's a lot of things that just didn't connect that you know don't need to. But then why have them in there? You know, right? Kind of a noise because he was like he was like providing this sort of like through line of the theme of like oh you can give without having something be taken you can give just to give right but then the theme seemed to be no you can't just give to give you have to have something taken or was that what the final consensus well the final turn is that gretel is a witch herself uh, in training and the witch is kind of helping her discover her powers. Like Lost Boys. Like, it's only noodles, Gretel. Exactly. So what is that stick? Is that like the witch's broom? Yes. Kind of yes. It's like yes. a wand, like a large staff. It's a giant staff. But that... it looks like one of those, uh, like, tuning forks or something. Yes. 
And yeah. Gre- Gretel can use her mind. They they rub this salve on their hands, which I guess enhances their witchiness. <laughs> and Gretel can make it like stand up like it's an erection. Like and using the force, like, like, like Luke it's Skywalker. It's total force. Or, or Ray. And she can also bend trees, and you can tell that she's like starting to... Yeah, could to... she just control wood? That's a great, great question. I don't know. I don't know that. But she's got a witch's broom, which she never rides. There's no riding of it. There's no There's no explanation she's of what it is. She's got a shovel she digs holes with, which I wasn't sure about. So basically, <laughs> via narration... She says, I have to outsmart the witch, but I can't let her know that I am on to her. And then she proceeds to be the sketchiest individual <laughs> with the witch. The witch is like, uh, wind was howling quite a bit last night. All you got to do, Gretel, is be like, hell yeah. <laughs> but she's like, I had noticed. Uh, it's like, what are you doing? Anyway, she poisons the witch's tea. The witch drinks the tea, knows it's poisoned, and they kind of uh, have a stare down. And it, again, nothing happens. Nothing happens, and it all comes down to a showdown down back in the big old white room, where Hansel's in a trance in a timeout, he's staring at the wall. He's, <laughs> he's, in, a he's in he's in eternal timeout. <laughs> Glenn Danzig <laughs> mode witch. It is down there, and she tells Hansel to kiss his sister goodnight and go uh, climb up into this cage that's above this fire. It's all very convoluted. He could just step in the fire. He could be just a lot quicker. I thought she's like, it's time to go to bed. I thought maybe there was a bed frame in the fire or something. <laughs> oh yeah, why did he? Uh, I guess that was just like they wanted him in a cage. It was just a, a cool. It was just a cool. Field? It was a cool image because there's a ladder up to the cage, which is like a good twenty to thirty feet above the fire and they I, gotta draw it out but i guess yeah. the fire grows stronger and the flames grow higher but we, we yeah we never really oh, get to that we never get to that because gretel wakes up her uh her her boat her boner staff well she's got salve on her head because it was all covering her brother <laughs> and that's how she and she rubbed it on her hands because i guess it only works if it's on your hands salve transfer and then she force throws the staff at the witch Finish her. And it's a fatality. It it kind of pins her by the throat to the wall above the flame. And she's and she's neutralized instantly. Like there's no instantly. There's yeah, no yeah. there's no battle. There's no willow where the, the flame switches turns are fighting blue. back and forth. Like. I was kind of glad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was ready for the movie to be over. So I was like, okay, good. The flame done. turns blue, and then she just instead of the witch fighting back, Gretel like turns up the heat a bit more to finish her quicker. And then she's done. And then dumb old Hansel's like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing. And then he kind of just wakes up in his bed. And we're in the morning. And it's just like another dream sequence. And that's pretty much it. They Hansel's like, what are you afraid of? The world? And she's, <laughs> like, she's like, no, I'm afraid of myself. And so they go their separate ways. Yeah. Why like why is she just gonna let her brother just take off? Like, I, I don't know. Okay. But. And then she's out in the <laughs> woods and a bunch the ghosts of all the dead children guts come out of the woods and just walk past her and then disappear. And then her hands turn black. Yeah. Cut I, to black. I do like how the witch's finger just from the knuckle down to the fingers are black. Like Looked that was a good. cool look. Super yeah. cool. Looked good. Yeah. Super cool. 
This is a movie that would be great to just cut up as visuals for like a, a DJ night. Yes. Mm. Oh, let's go to them sweet, sweet, succulent bones. Uh, let's let's let the lodge mistress set the table here. <laughs> oh my God. Well, how many um, sweet meats do you give this? You know, I mean, it was my genre, so Definitely. it, it all, I'm always going to enjoy something that's in my genre. You like dark, things that are a little boring. It was I, it was boring, but I like a little boredom <laughs> sometimes in my films. I like to see some trees blowing in the wind. And, Got plenty you know, of that. Yeah, and the witch was really good. She was great. Like, she knew what was up, I thought, you know. This movie kind of um, delivered everything you asked for. It had yeah, food. Yeah, it had some good food. It could, the food could have looked better, I thought. It was it, a little low light. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it was definitely in shadow. More delicious. I and wanted I, more candles. I will say, though, for me, like, it, it really set up how hunger can just really drive you mad. Mm. Like, I felt the pain of hunger in this film. I was hungry, yeah. You know, and that, <laughs> that really worked for me. You should have used but, your A-list credit at the concession stand. Yeah, I mean, I should have. But I guess it's like uh, two bones. Two bones? She's just parting on it. Two bones. Yeah. Two bones. Mm, let's go to the BFF. I liked his last movie, uh, but it's clear that he's a very deliberate filmmaker, likes mm -hmm. to build things over slowly. But I think in the last film... Uh, certainly built towards something more interesting, more satisfying. The issue with this film, ultimately, it's it's uh, it's incapable of creating momentum and doesn't know what to do when it, it has it. And so it's just, like I said, monotone. I'll give it a generous two bones. Generous two. <laughs> That's a generous two from the BFF. And Gretel and Hansel, you better feel lucky that you got that generous two. Brother Bishke, what say you? I, you had no interest in this. I was not too interested. I was just, oh, along for the ride, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Brothers Grimm, yeah, that's not my thing. But the visually, I mean, I can forgive a lot in a movie once the visual, if the visuals are hitting. And um, I think this this film doesn't have many bad shots in it. It's just consistently visually, like I think. That's how he constructed it. Like, yeah, plot wise, he was like, "Oh, we have to have a plot." Kind of, yeah. And and the less plot, the better with with this kind of thing. And the less dialogue, the better because yes. the dialogue Agreed. definitely knocked it down notches for me. But ultimately, visually, I liked it. I was oscillating between two and a half and three, but I, I I'll give it two and a half bones. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I I did enjoy myself. I I got. A little into that Mandy mindset um, at times. It was a little trippy and a little uh, Jodorowsky esque and mm -hmm. different things. There's so. definitely a lot of Alejandro, yeah, Jodorowsky, yeah. So imagery. With love the to see weird movies at the AMC. I love it. And AMC this, artisan this, baby. And this, this was a weird one. Was this art an artisan release? It's got to be artisan. It has to be right. <laughs> I don't. I haven't verified it yet, but I'm sure. Brother Lucas, you know them bones are coming for you. Yeah, you know, I, uh, I, I think I'm on the Sharpen same. Sharpen your blade on the bones of the dead. I'm on the same wavelength as you all. Like, yeah, I really, really dug the visual grammar and the compositions. Yeah, very symmetrical, very yeah, well plot like planned out and blocked, and I appreciated the the economy and the efficiency. 
of uh, the editing and that it was a short, taut 88 minutes. I mean, I love movies that are but like was it 90, taut? 90 and under. Mm-hmm. Well, there wasn't, you no, know, well, the story, there was like, yeah, I mean, that's where it gets kind of like what, what the BFF is saying, you know, you need modulation, you need pacing, you need to like know how to traverse peaks and valleys as opposed to just having like a bunch of valleys and maybe a peak. <laughs> um, but uh, I, yeah, I wish I felt more. I wish I was more engaged. And yes, I did not off because of my um, my couple cocktails at Islands and food beforehand, and the seats reclining too much. And it's been a hey, long it's work been day. a while. It's, you, been a, it's you, middle of the week. You stayed awake during Doolittle. That buys you like three sleepy times. Thank you. So I'm gonna second what Brother Bishke just said. This is a two bone movie if I've ever seen one, but it's just <laughs> so visually sumptuous and the score. <laughs> So surreal. I got to give it two and a half. All right. I like that you're mixing sumptuous and scrumptious. It's and, sumptuous. And surreal. Surreal scrumptious. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to throw any curveballs at you. Uh, I think there's there's a moment where she has some milk and she's like, have some fresh milk. It's good for your bones. <laughs> and I'm like, you better be concerned about your own bones, lady, <laughs> because I was at a three and them bones started to dwindle. They dwindled down. They dwindled down to one and a half for a while. I was just getting mad. <laughs> I wanted to check out, just check out and fully recline. I didn't go full recline. I left one notch because I wanted to give the movie that much respect to just tilt my head slightly enough to keep my eyes on it. And it it went back up. I, le- I was interested in that climax. It reminded me a little bit of the Suspiria remake climax where it's like, there's so little that happens for so long that you've been conditioned to react much larger than you would when something finally does happen. So I, I, I bet that climax isn't that great, but comparatively to the rest of the action, I was on the edge of my seat. And <laughs> it, it, I mean, it did, it did look great. I, I would love to make a cut of this where we just slather more of that cool score on and drown out some of that vo and most of the dialogue like we get it we get what's going on we get those sweet meats aren't all that they seem and that salad dragon's worth it too oh my god if you are a gore hound and i know there's a lot of you out there that's gonna scratch your itch like that's an amazing scene and I'm, i'm glad we saw it for that it'd be really sad if this didn't even have a dragon in it you know yeah mm. so i'm glad we i'm glad we saw it it's definitely a funky early year dumping release they don't really know what to do with it orion pictures and what i appreciated orion it yes. was the legitimate vintage 1988 <laughs> yeah. orion burn logo amazing like, to score see. the even the visual res the comp of it looked like it was from the 80s yes. like, it was just low res i was wondering how many people in the audience that was like tickling their nostalgia bones. And, and for our listeners who don't know Orion Pictures, they were a subsidiary of United Artists, and the last movie they made was uh, The Silence of the Lambs, which they went out of business while it was in theaters. Like, that's mm. how fucked up their history is. If you don't know the Orion Pictures uh, company logo, just YouTube Orion Pictures. Watch the movie Prancer. You'll know exactly <laughs> what we're talking it, it will hit you like a freight train. You'll be like, oh my God, Orion. Oh my God. I think the director pushed hard to get it on there, probably. That's but, cool. Yeah. And that's a sign of good taste. Yeah. Oz, aka Osgood Perkins. You're, you're one to watch, yeah. but. 
Yeah, I can't wait to see what he does with like a solid script. Yeah, somebody just just give him a solid script. Because Rob, you know, Rob's Rob's a good uh, composer, but <laughs> I liked when when that credit came up, music by Rob, and there were so many people in the audience that were like, "Hey, Rob, Rob!" <laughs> I like that too. Like that audience was looking for a good time, and they just yeah. got they got beguiled, got mesmerized. <laughs> How many bones did you give it, Lodgemaster? I gave it. Did I even register? I didn't. I, I don't I know. Remember. I don't know. I settled it two. Two. It's okay. a two. Okay. It's a two. Mm. Thanks for keeping me on track. Okay. Yeah. Right down the middle with Gretel and Hansel, BFF. Thank you so thank you much for, for being this on today. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Thanks. my pleasure. Thank you, BFF. Hopefully, we'll uh, we'll feed you some nutrients next time. That uh, we got to get him on for Dune. We have to have. Him oh, on for are Dune. you a Dune? Dune man? Of course I, I am. Dune. Oh, Who is it? Dune twenty twenty. We're gonna need yeah. you for that. So we got a ways for that one. Look but. forward to it. And Lodge Mistress, as always. Thank we you love, very much. love having it was you a on. Pleasure. Our yes. own personal Gretel. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully we got some good movies coming up on the on the slate. Brother Bishke, is there anything on the horizon that looks like it's going to be good for our bones? Uh, it's rough. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see trolls. Tro- oh. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, what have we done, and what will we do? Stay tuned. Leave us a leave us a review on iTunes, y'all. I keep forgetting to say that. Smash that subscribe button. Smash that subscribe button. Leave us a review. Write a review. Just say like, "Hey, I listened to this. Five stars. That's all we want. We just want to know you're out there." And uh, again, SoundCloud Egyptian listeners, we see you. We see you. We love you. We love you. Love and light. Tune in on Spotify too. It's a great app. Love and light to all y'all out there and stay on the path. You think that love is just a fairy tale? Maybe true love is sold and bought. <laughs> Hansel and Gretel found their candy getting stale. You're gonna find you ain't no golden ox. Oh, when them bells just keep on ringing and that song you're singing. Want to share your Mondays right through to Sunday? Best friend is softly speaking. She won't call this weekend. No way. It's only a flame you say. But love is real. Yes, it is, girl. Never let anyone tell you different. But you can feel it. Love is real. Oh, my friend. Never let anyone tell you different. And you can feel it. for real. Let me take a second, don't. Uh, I love my BFF.